We're going to be going to the book of Acts, the 27th chapter, to a well-known uh, uh, passage of Scripture, Acts chapter 27. We're going to begin reading verse 21. We're going to read all the way to verse 31. This is how it reads. But after long abstinence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sirs, you should have hearkened unto me and not have loosed from Crete and have to gain this harm and loss. And now I exhort you to be of good cheer. For there should be no loss of any man's life among you, but of the ship. For there stood by me this night an angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve, saying, Fear not, Paul, thou must be brought before Caesar. And, lo, God hath given thee all them that sail with thee. Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God." Let me stop. The last time I preached from this text, a few years back over on Meridian Street, uh, that's where I, that's, I, right there is where I stopped at. Where Paul said, God has done, sent an angel, stood by me. He's letting me know what's going to happen. We don't have to worry about our loss of life. He said, I, and I believe God. And, and I preached a message from that text entitled, I'm going to believe God. What are you going to do? Hallelujah. Amen. I choose to believe God. What about you? Hallelujah. Amen. Let's go ahead and, um, and read a little bit further. He said, For I believe God that it shall be even as it was told me. Howbeit we must be cast upon a certain island. But when the fourteenth night was come, and as we were driven up and down in uh, Adria, about midnight the shipmen deemed that um, um, that they drew near some country, and sounded and found it was twenty fathoms. And when they had gone a little further, they sounded again, and it was fifteen fathoms. Then fearing lest we should have fallen upon the rocks. Remember that word fear, because we're going to come back to it. They cast four anchors out of the stern and wished for the day. And as the shipmen were about to flee out of the ship, when they had let down the boat into the sea, under color as though they would have cast anchors out of the foreship, Paul said to the centurion and to the soldiers, Except these abide in the ship. You cannot be saved. That, my friend, is a powerful statement. Except these abide in the ship, ye cannot be saved. Let us pray. Mighty God and Fathers, we come tonight, we thank you and we praise you for the wonderful outpouring of the Spirit of God that we felt today and even tonight also. I'm asking you, God, to touch my body, God, that I will be able to deliver this message, God, the way that you see fit. Speak to every heart. Speak to us all. Encourage us and lift us up tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. Let the church say, Amen. Amen. You can be seated. Praise God. 
by the grace of God, for just a few, next few minutes, and this shouldn't be a long sermon, but I want to speak to you on a subject titled, Never Jump Ship. Never jump ship. Look at your neighbor and say, don't jump. Stay where you're at. Hallelujah. Never jump ship. Paul told him, he says, listen, boys, except you abide in the ship, you can't be saved. Hallelujah. My, 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 my. Glory to God. God wants to encourage us tonight. I can feel it in my spirit. Hallelujah. You know, life aboard a ship can be exciting. Uh, Brother and Sister Fowler here could tell us something about that. Uh, they recently had a little excursion on the ship. Uh, life aboard a ship can be exciting as you sail along calm waters. Sunrise and sunsets can be exceptionally beautiful. As you long toward, look towards the horizon where the ocean meets the sky. But there are also dangers on the sea. Amen. Hazards which can harm and even take life. Having said that, likewise, the Christian life and experience can be typified as a journey on the sea of time. There's been gospel songs written about this. Hallelujah. And the ship we are riding is the old ship of Zion. Or in other terms, the church of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Life as a child of God will be exciting as we travel along the sea of time headed for the shore where all sorrow, all pain, All sickness and death will never be known. Hallelujah. Like that song Sister Darlene and I used to sing, hallelujah. One verse says, standing on that shore. Hallelujah. Glory to God, I see him waiting. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Come go with me to glory land. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm traveling aboard a ship, the old ship of Zion. Glory to God. Thank God I got aboard a long time ago. Hallelujah. And even though the ship has gone through some storms at times, amen, there's been some nights that we spent wide awake. Yeah, I thank God for the journey. Hallelujah. I thank God. Hallelujah for his guiding hand. I thank God. Hallelujah. Amen. That we got into the ship. He's a pilot of the ship and he's going to take us through. Can somebody say amen? Glory. So we're headed towards another land, a new shore. A place of no pain, no sorrow, no sickness, no suffering, no death. But the journey at times, as I said, is going to get stormy and wind toss causing some to think of jumping ship. But the only way to reach the destination and be saved is to abide in the ship. Abide in the ship. Church, 
There's a whole lot of folks going on today and there's all kind of doctrines, all kind of teaching. Hey man, telling folks, well, you don't have this to worry about and you don't have that to worry about. Hallelujah. Amen. But I want you to know something, folks. Yeah, you might be riding in the ship of Zion today. Amen. You might be sailing along. Hallelujah. But don't you ever listen to the devil. Amen. Trying to get you to jump ship. Can somebody say amen? Because you can't. Cannot be saved unless you abide in the ship. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. It's not every day it's calm waters. Amen. It's not every day the sun's going to shine. Hallelujah. But thank God we got a Savior. Can you say amen? We got a captain. Matter of fact, the Bible calls him the captain of our souls. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. And he's a guidance. He's a leading us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And if we stay faithful to him, how many knows that he's going to be faithful to you? Hallelujah. Glory to God. The Bible says that if you draw nigh to God, he will draw nigh to you. Hallelujah. So it's really up to us. Amen. How, how close we want to get to God. What I want to talk about tonight is just a couple things. A couple things that will drive people like this fellow here deciding to take a nose dive off the boat he's on. Sometimes you wonder, why, why did they, they jump ship? I was thinking about, uh, Terry Tidwell and the group that was with us last week as we celebrated our 66th anniversary. And, um, uh, my, amen, I can remember them and when there was all kids and, uh, followed around and, and sang and, and worshiped God. But, uh, uh, he can't, he can't say that his, his whole family's in church today. Amen. A lot of them is out of church. They're not serving God no more. They, somewhere on the, along the line, they jumped ship. Hallelujah. Amen. They didn't stay in the boat. Hallelujah. And I don't care what some preacher tells you. Amen. You better not listen to them, folks. This once saved, always saved stuff is no good. Amen. It's a doctrine of hell. Amen. It's going to take a lot of people down to the bottom. Hallelujah. So we gotta understand some things. We gotta figure out, amen, what causes people to jump ship. I really believe that, uh, uh, the, the number one thing that causes a lot of people to jump ship is not what you might think. It might, it, it, it may not be exactly sin per se, but one of the, one of the biggest things that I feel in my spirit to God Amen. And I know, and I've seen this myself down through the years, but one of the number one things that causes people to jump ship is discouragement. Hallelujah. Discouragement. Discouragement is a key of Satan. And he has got, uh, uh, brother, he, he's got a bag full of tricks and everything in the book that it can take to get you discouraged. 
Hallelujah. You know, in Galatians chapter 6 and verse 9, New King James Version says, And let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season, somebody say due season. Hallelujah. Or in other words, right at the right time. Hallelujah. Amen. In due season or at the right time, we're going to reap if we do not lose heart. Now, the original says faint. But what it actually means in the Greek is to lose heart. That's why we're talking about discouragement. How many hundreds and thousands of people who one time was sailing in the ship of Zion headed toward that shore for the reward that God, amen, has got and they all of a sudden, amen, they jumped ship because something happened in their life, amen, to get discouraged. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me tell you something. Do not listen to the devil's lie. Hallelujah. Don't let the devil discourage you. Hallelujah. Because you're going somewhere. Jesus put you on the ship. Hallelujah. You're in the ship because God placed you there. You may think you just decided to come on board one day, but Jesus says, no, nobody come to me unless the Spirit draw him. It was the Spirit of God standing at the ramp of the boat saying, come on, get on board. Come on, get on board. Glory to God. Amen. Sister Marcia said, God, God said, I want you on board. Glory to God. Brother Scott, God said, I want you on board. Amen. Sister Debbie, God said, I want you on board. Oh, but I, I don't have no ticket. I hadn't paid the fare. And Jesus kind of gives a grin and says, I took care of your fare a long time ago. <laughs> you know, there's some places on this, in this world that I, w- I would love to be able to go. But you know what? Chances are I never will be able to go because simply I can't afford the trip. Hallelujah. Amen. I mean, I'd, it would be irresponsible for me, amen, to, uh, to lay this aside and lay that aside, amen, and, uh, and, and use, use something for something that I couldn't afford. So some, some places I'll never, never go down here. But I'm going to tell you the greatest place that I could never afford. And that's that shore that I just described to you about. Hallelujah. There's no way that nobody sitting in here, nobody on the outside of these doors could ever hope to gain, amen, to get a ticket on their own. Amen. You can, There's no way that you could come. I don't care what you do. There's no way it's impossible for you to pay the fare. But Jesus is standing at the ramp today saying, come on board. Hallelujah. Come on board. Oh, I can feel that old, I can hear that old whistle blowing right now saying, we're fixing to cast off. Hallelujah. Come on board. Amen. Oh, but God, amen, I don't have what it takes. Lord, God, God, I don't, I, I, I can't pay the price. Jesus said, come on board. I, I paid the price for you in Calvary. Lord, I got your ticket is paid in full. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Why in the world would I be so silly 
to jump ship when somebody's done paid my fare. Hallelujah. Paid my fare to a place I could never go get to on my own. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Why would I allow discouragement? How does discouragement come? Well, I've seen people jump ship because they get discouraged because a loved one passed away. They prayed and prayed many a prayer through many a night for God to heal them. But when God took them home, they let their grief overtake them. They let the grief become bigger in their life than the sovereignty of God. You see, the sovereignty of God means God says, I do what I have ordained myself to do before you come along. Hallelujah. Amen. He's God. Amen. He's He's the one in control. And we've got to accept His will. Can somebody say amen? amen. We have got to accept His will. I, I never appreciated the words of any man. Then, just a few weeks back, when we went to the the funeral service there of of um, uh, Nathan Batson's wife, and uh, other ministers got up and ministered, and then at the last of it, when he got up, and these words that he spoke still echo in me, and it. It makes me cause inspection in my life. As Brother Nathan says, uh, he said, some want to know how can you endure this? How can you keep pastoring? How can you uh, uh, get up and all that? He says, listen. He said, I've been in this all my life. He says, and I've preached about this ever since he'd been preaching. He says, let me tell you something. Now is the time for God is testing me whether or not I'm willing to live what I preach. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Church, there's some times in our life that things are going to be tight. Things are going to be hard. Things are going to be rough. But it's going to, it's going to be during that time that God's going to test all those testimonies that you stood up in church and you praised God and you told people how good God was and how good the blessings of God was. God wants to, God will allow you to go through some pain. God will allow you to go through some suffering just to test your testimony to see if you truly mean it from the heart. Because frankly, a lot of people get up and testify, amen, just to get people a little stirred up. Come on now, somebody. Hallelujah. It only comes from the lips. It don't come from down here. Glory to God. So God lets us all go through some pain to see if our testimony points out true or not. Oh, yeah, you ought to be praising God over that because that's some good preaching right there. It's the truth. Hallelujah. Discouragement. Sometimes people not only get discouraged through the loss of a loved one, sometimes they get discouraged because they don't move along in God as fast as they feel like they ought to be moving. Maybe they get discouraged because they have difficulties overcoming this and overcoming that. 
Let me tell you something, church. God gave us something called grace because he knew none of us could survive without it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And I know I've heard, I've, I've, I've had people tell me, I've witnessed to people, I've talked to people, tried to get them to start coming to church. And they, I said, come on, you know, let's go to God's house. They said, no, I'm not, go- I'm not going to go until I'm. <laughs> I just thought of something. I just seen a precious brother's face. Who I love dearly. I don't know, but I th- I'm pretty sure I think he loved me too. But I remember before he come to the Lord, he could, he just wouldn't make a move. But it was one, one night. I don't know. It, it, I don't know if it was a Sunday night or Wednesday. I can't. I can't remember that. But one night. And an altar call. He got up. He he went outside. And man, the Spirit of God hit me, and I'll get up. And I followed that fellow that time. And I says, I said, Brother Phil, when are you going to quit running? He says, He says, He says, I'm afraid. And he had tears in his eyes. He said, Brother Sam, I'm afraid I can't live it. I said, You looking at another and can't live it. Hallelujah. And, and there are people who won't get on board because they're afraid they're going to mess up too many times. Glory to God. It, God I know there's going to be people in the church probably who's going to be checking off times that you mess up, Brother Darrell. But God's not keeping up with it. If God's keeping up with anything, He's keeping up with how many times you get back up and keep going. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's what God's concerned about. He wouldn't have bled it. Amen. And died for you. Amen. I'm glad. I don't serve a God who's ready to throw me away every time I mess up. I love the apostolic faith. I'm apostolic from the top of my head to the sole of my feet. But we need more apostolic preachers preaching grace and love and mercy and willing to help somebody come back aboard the ship. You may not jumped over ship. Maybe you just did something a little foolish. As the reports, I read of one man falling overboard because he was leaning over trying to see something down there, but at the break of the water. <laughs> and he fell overboard. But you know what? There was a first mate right there close handy. Grabbed the life. <laughs> Threw it out there. Hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> Glory. Let me tell you something. There's a world of hurting people out there, folks. 
And there are people out there, amen, at one time used to be sitting on the ship. Either they fell overboard by accident or they jumped. I don't care what it is. But God says, listen, i got a life preserver for you. Hallelujah. I want to see you get on board. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Not only, amen, God called this minister of this church years ago. We're, we're not only to rescue, but we're to renew. Can somebody say amen? amen. Hallelujah. So... The devil will try to discourage you because when you mess up, you know, or he'll tell you, say, well, you know, yeah, you gotta, you gotta wait till you start living good enough to go. I'm gonna tell you something. You don't, <laughs> Lord God, that, you, you'll never get in if you do that. You never will get on board. Hallelujah. You don't get right and go to church. You go to church and get right. Can somebody say amen? It's a hospital. Amen. Glory to God. Don't let discouragement. Don't let, don't let the unthoughtful words of a, of a brother or sister discourage you. Because I don't care how long anybody has got the Holy Ghost. We all sometimes can speak out of the flesh and out of the spirit. And the Bible says, He who doesn't offend with his tongue, the same is a perfect man. Huh? So, uh, think about that. Think about that. The devil can use me to discourage somebody and may not even know it. May not even know it. May not even really think about it. Hallelujah. But I got, I got to move on. I got to move on. Discouragement. There's a lot of things that discourage people. Amen. Please don't let discouragement cause you to want to jump ship. Because except you abide in the ship, what? Except you abide in the ship, what? You cannot be saved. That's it. We've got to abide in the ship. There's another thing. There's another thing that causes people to want to jump ship. I'm going to talk about this briefly before I close. The next thing is fear. Now, those people on board that ship that Paul was on, they had been battling that storm for days. They didn't know what was going on. Hallelujah. You see, back then, they didn't have radar. They didn't have sonar. and They didn't have all this stuff that we got. They had, they had depend upon the stars. To chart their course. Amen. Uh, we was at the men's conference, you know, and uh, Donald Lance brought that, what do you call those things, sextons, is that what they're called? Uh, and uh, used it to preach a message when some of you men might remember that. And they, that's what they had to go by to find the stars. To, but see, 
All those men on that ship that Paul was sailing on, they'd been in the midst of a storm for days. They hadn't seen the sun nor stars in many days. So guess what? They lost course. They didn't know where they was at. They began to get afraid. They began to get Fear began to come over them. So they decided, well, you know what? Amen. It's time. I've been on this ship long as I want to be. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Just like, uh, amen, when I was out in Dodge City the other day, standing by Wide Earp statue, uh, amen, he said it on there on, on the plaque down there, said it's time for you to get out of Dodge. Hallelujah. Well, hallelujah. Amen. Well, glory to God. Some people say, well, those people aboard that ship said it's time to get off this ship. This ship's going down. But I'm going to tell you something, church. That's a lie of the devil. Hallelujah. The devil's been saying this ship was going to go down for many years. But we're still sailing. Thank God the songs of the darling say. Thank God the anchor holds. We may be battered. Amen. The sails might be worn and torn. But glory to God, there ain't no ship going to seek the Jesus on. Hallelujah. Fear. One final scripture, Isaiah 21 and 4. This is what Isaiah 21 and 4 says. He said, my heart wavered. Fearfulness frightened me. The night for which I longed, he turned into fear for me. Think about that, church. My heart wavered. Fearfulness frightened me. The night for which I longed. Amen. He turned into fear for me. Those men aboard that ship with Paul, they was ready to jump overboard. They were sure it was going down. Hallelujah. But Paul told the centurion, which was the commanding officer over those soldiers, he said, you better tell your men right now that unless they stay on the ship, they can't be saved. Amen. And God, amen, in this hour that the church is going through. We're beginning just now to begin to see a little taste, amen, of trouble, of persecution. We ain't seen the beginning of what we're going to see. Hallelujah. Amen. But God is saying right now through the Spirit, amen, tell my people, don't jump ship. Don't jump the boat. Lord, God, you got to stay on board if you want to be saved, if you want to make it to the end. Don't let fear, discouragement, all these things, don't let it cause you to jump ship. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. There's been a many of folks, amen, that's jump ship many folks used to sail with us jump ship hallelujah but folks we got on board and we're on a journey we got to ride this thing out God has promised He'll take you through the storm. He'll carry you through. He won't leave you comfortless. Hallelujah. Amen. He'll give you the strength that you need. Mm, Hallelujah to make it.
Brother Darrell, I want you to come if you would, brother, and please have a song. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Chase, I feel encouraged to speak a word to you. Don't let the devil discourage you in any way. You begin on a journey right now. The God is called. You begin in a journey, saith the Lord, right now that I have ordained you many years ago for. Hallelujah. If you stay on this course, Chase, when you get to heaven, you're going to see some people up there who's there because of you. Hallelujah. God's going to use you, son. He's going to use you in a mighty way. Hallelujah. Don't jump ship. Don't ever jump ship. Hang in there. Oh, God. Hallelujah. Everybody stand together. Hallelujah. Let's worship God. Amen. Brother Darrell sings. If anybody wants to come pray, amen. The altars are open.